In this bulletin, Indigenous leaders begin a week of silence to grieve the referendum outcome. Police deployed to monitor pro-Palestinian rallies in Sydney and Melbourne. And in sport, Australia on top after beating Samoa in their Pacific Championship clash. With the latest SBS News, I'm Greg Diet. First Nations campaigners have called for a week of silence to grieve the outcome of the referendum. Auntie Esme Bamflett from Victoria's First Peoples Assembly says the next week will be used to support Indigenous communities with healing sessions held to bring people together. So it's not time for recriminations or analysis even. It's just time to be with what has been the struggles of the campaign, the hurt that's been caused, the disinformation that has been spread, just to let that be for a week and then to, to recognise that the commitment uh, for the rights of Aboriginal people and um, their right to have a part in, their, in the things that affect them in this country um, be taken seriously because that is not going to go away. The Greens have called for a $250 million commitment for a National Truth and Justice Commission after the Indigenous-voiced Parliament referendum result. The proposal to change the Constitution was defeated with 60% nationally voting no and 40% voting yes. Greens leader Adam Bant says the misinformation from the no campaigners proved too much to overcome. And the important thing now is to avoid wallowing in the result and instead take action. Through a process of truth-telling, where people were able to step forward, share their stories, we can all now start to come together and lay the groundwork for lasting First Nations justice and reconciliation in this country. The highest yes votes were recorded in the inner city seats, including in many electorates represented by the so-called Teal Independent MPs. The Melbourne seat of Kuyong, previously held by Morrison Government Treasurer Josh Frydenberg, was one of those electorates. MP Monique Ryan says yes voters should take heart from the Australians who voted yes, adding that work must continue to advance reconciliation. There are many more steps to be had. We're just on an ongoing journey towards reconciliation. And with the support of communities like this, we will get there. What we have seen is that in those communities where there was a real effort for change, where people got together and had many, many conversations, the yes vote did get up. It was successful. And that will be a model for other communities, for other electorates in the future. And we will take that forward because we have learnt that we can only address disinformation and lies face-to-face with respectful conversations. Riot officers have been deployed in Sydney to monitor a pro-Palestinian rally. Hundreds have gathered at Sydney's Hyde Park to show solidarity with the people in Gaza. At the event, speakers from the Palestine Action Group denounced what they called a tiny minority who made anti-Semitic chants at a protest outside the Opera House last week. Rally co-organiser Fahad Ali says it's important for the New South Wales Premier Chris Minns to acknowledge what he called the thousands turning up in support of calls to end the violence. Meanwhile, thousands of people have gathered in Melbourne's CBD to also show support for those in Gaza. This attendee says he's concerned for members of his family who are among the 1.1 million people living in northern Gaza 
who have been warned by the Israeli military to evacuate south for their safety. It's very hard to communicate with the people in Gaza right now, but yeah, we, I have family, I have cousins, I have uh, my, my, my grandfather's buried there, my, uh, I've got history in the city, my parents have history in the city, and we would like to see the people of Gaza and the rest of Palestine uh, being freed from the occupation. Foreign Minister Penny Wong says the federal government is arranging for multiple flights to leave Tel Aviv within hours to evacuate Australian citizens. On Saturday night, two flights were cancelled due to security concerns. Senator Wong says options are being arranged to take Australians first to Dubai before considering the plan to get them to Australia. It's understood RAAF military planes are on standby. So far, 800 Australians have managed to depart Israel since the onset of the war, including on Qantas flights to London. The federal government says hundreds more have registered for repatriation flights. Updating sport in rugby league, Kangaroos coach Mel Meninga says Australia's win against Samoa has given them a tremendous boost in their Pacific Cup campaign. Australia defeated Samoa 38-12 in Townsville. Meninga says the team is celebrating and the plan is to maintain that quality of performance. Oh, it was excellent. We had a great start, obviously. You know, and, um, yeah, the players had a fantastic week together and um, you know, those first 20-25 minutes was excellent and um, yeah, very happy for him uh, to get that result. It was a good win in the end. I'm Greg Diet, and that's the latest SBS News.